Uh, welcome to Clone. Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> welcome to Clone Incorrect, episode three of five five six uh, seven seven and Harambe. And Ping was here. Uh, he just disconnected when I clicked the record button, so I'm I'm sure he'll come back in a in a second here. But I'm not starting other recording. There he is. There he is. Yeah, my internet cut out. <laughs> yeah, he's hogging too much of the broadband here in the recording room. Rip. All right. Um. So, first topic on the list is 556 has a new workout routine. Particularly for his uh, well, dump truck. Y- you can take it from here. Yeah. Alright, so what I do is I make pretty much deviled eggs, except I put pre-workout in them. <laughs> That's what gets you protein and gets you really hyped up. And then I eat a, a raw slab of beef on the way to the gym. What cut? Directly off the cow. No shit, but what cut? The whole thing. Whole cow. <laughs> you eat an entire <laughs> cow before you hit the gym after your pre-workout deviled eggs? I don't understand why it's so crazy that I do two leg days a week and you guys think I have a huge butt. You don't have a huge butt, you have a dump truck. Yeah, <laughs> dump truck ass. Getting a CDL right now. I don't think you need one. Is it an on-road or an off-road dump truck? How are you going to walk in the room and your ass... It's off-road. Is it one of them giant dump trucks with the wheels that are like 20 feet tall? Yeah, you see in the, like, all the diamond mines in South Africa or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Sorry, zinc mines. No, it's diamonds. Lithium. Uh, Elon Musk lithium mines. (laughs) Brand by Chinese. Man, why why do people have something against him? You're just using... He saw a hole in the market for child labor, and he uh, took advantage of it. Yeah, China's based as hell. They're ANCAPs. Nah, they're just straight communists. <laughs> let's, let's not sugarcoat this here. Fuck the CCP. Fuck the CCP. We're canceled. Um, so whatever happened <laughs> to that thing, they were like digging up sand right out of the ocean and building air bases, right? They're still doing that. I, I was talking about that with some guys earlier today. Uh, they're doing that, and aren't they building like oil rigs? They're building oil rigs. They're building fake islands in the South China Sea. Uh, they're building something like 450 brand new nuclear missile silos in Xinjiang. And last week, they threatened to send warships to the our territorial waters because we keep doing freedom of navigation exercises in South China Sea. That's cool. That sounds like a good time. I so, just if you guys didn't know, we live in the Fallout timeline. <laughs> it's not. It's not going to be beautiful though. <laughs> Twenty seventy seven is about to be lit. Um. <laughs> really hoping to be in the battlefield timeline, but you know, if we hit the Fallout one first. All right, what would be the worst video game timeline for us to be in? Metro. Metro. That game is just depressing as hell. It's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, but like back to the Chinese stuff. It's not like their first great great leap forward uh, where they killed sparrows because they thought it was bad luck and then the locust population like I thought it was because they were eating their seeds or something <laughs> no dude the birds eat the uh, birds eat like locust bugs so, and all that stuff and the bugs ate the crops and then they had famine killed like 20 million people well it, it goes well allegedly. Yeah. 
Yeah, the you have Mao's first great leap forward, which is like this shitty time. They try to make it sound great, but look, you're kind of on the right track. They they fucked the farmers over so bad that they were killing the sparrows to survive, which then caused a giant infestation of locusts, which ate the crop and made everything fucking worse. Um, right now, they're pretty much in the second great leap forward, and instead of that, they're just harvesting organs out of Muslims and Falun Gong practitioners. So, good times. Yeah, don't be black and don't be a Christian in China. Don't be anything in China. Don't be a Don't Muslim. Don't be in China. Are they still yeah. doing the concentration camps? Yes. Yeah, but that whole thing is quiet now that the new administration is in. Everything's quiet since the new administration is. Let's be honest. Fucking COVID came out of China and they ain't saying shit about that. <gasps> Did Jin's hear that they're doing an hey, investigation hey, now back. about, um, you know, there was, there was some... Al- uh, not Al-Qaeda, like ISIS bombing over there, I think it was considered. And now they're doing an investigation because they think it was actually an American drone strike that we yeah. said was a terrorist attack. Well, that sounds just about right. It's, I mean, it doesn't do sound it. like that out of there for what that this is country is very on does. brand. That's 100% on brand for China. Oh, you know, should we do... I'm, gonna, I'll, I'm not going to say YouTube that. <laughs> I'm not going to say Uh-oh. what I was just thinking. I'll, I'll wrap a YouTube channel while we're in here. If y'all don't watch it, go watch China Uncensored on YouTube if oh, you want to learn yeah. more about how shitty China is. Yeah, uh, since LiveLeak is gone now. Wait, LiveLeak's gone? I heard it is. Um, I mean, honest, I get LiveLeak videos on Reddit still, but it's like screen recordings. So I'll go on Reddit, like r slash people dying or something like that, because I'm just fucked up. <laughs> I'm not going to say it, but... Uh... I typed it in general what I was thinking. If you'd like to take a look. Oh shit! Yeah, uh, it's been Li- twenty years. We can make jokes. <laughs> you, you, you can make it dissolve five May twenty twenty one. Yeah, a uh, live leak's not even good anymore, man. Like go on it live was. leak and click the stuff. There's like the occasional Chinese person dying in an awful factory accident. But have you seen that TikTok of like Chinese steel worker and then someone puts the live leak logo in the corner. <laughs> and he's sweating. Yeah, I posted that. I posted that a few months ago. That was good. Dude, that is, I don't have TikTok on my phone uh, because it's fucking China where, uh, but I'm not it, technically allowed to have it. Yeah. China, it, TikTok's funny. There are f- some funny TikToks, but I'll just get on Instagram where a private we company can spy our, on me. Uh, our, our squad for uh, saving the seeing eye cats in Afghanistan. TikTok. Yeah. I would like to point out uh, to you guys that are listening right now, I'm disappointed. We received no DMs volunteering for the mission over to Afghanistan that we were talking about last episode. Dude, I told you it's simple. We're going to fly into Pakistan, buy weapons on the black market, and hike over the mountains. What, what country is the Khyber Pass in? would be a cool souvenir. Pakistan and Afghanistan. Oh, perfect. We can well, arm ourselves pa- there. Pa- Pakistan I was just, tribe, I believe it is. Yeah, I, I was just getting, getting ready to say we'll charter a flight over there. We'll get in touch with Khyber uh, Pass Customs before we leave. And he'll just outfit us with those wonderful uh, ARAK hybrids he posts all the time. <laughs> the A-Rats. Have you seen the picture of that uh, Type 56 or Type 65 chest rig? It's all leather and has studs on Dude, it. Dude, 
You can buy those. Yeah. What the um, idea bag, uh, chest rig. Thank you. I want to try and make one of those. Uh, so no shit. Like I don't know if they're still bringing them in with everything that's going on now, but uh, Miles Vining and the Salah Report actually were bringing those chest rigs in from uh, from Afghanistan and selling them on the U.S. market through Salah Report. Really? And they're like a hundred bucks. I almost bought, uh, you know, those sneakers the Taliban wear. Yes, I almost bought Adidas knockoff. Abibus. Abibus. I forgot the name of. It. They're Sev- Severus, I believe. Yeah, I think they're. They're made Severus in Pakistan. Uh, there's a like a distributor that will sell them internationally. I was like, well, they kind of did okay against us wearing them. They'd be pretty cool to wear at the range. I want to get some. Uh, want to get some packy tape and wrap my AK in packy tape. You know, <laughs> I like. Uh, is that like uh, Howie's? No, it's not as gay as goon tape. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys talking about that's made me think. Like even made in China stuff, probably okay now if you buy it from like Apple stuff's made in China. I don't think there's anything that would make me more nervous than seeing made in Pakistan on anything that I bought. Yeah, there are like very few places that I would block. like a Palestinian alarm. <laughs> <laughs> That's still so the it, best cutaway in Family Guy. <laughs> I was uh, like real talk before talking about things like that that just make you go wow. I was uh, holding my sweatpants up the other day and looked at them that said "Made in Pakistan." I'm like, wow, they're really moving ahead in the world. They're making Nike sweatpants now. <laughs> All that means is the labor is cheaper there than it was in like Malaysia or wherever Nike was before that. <laughs> yeah. I, it was I, remember, uh, I remember Wap Dilla was clowning on Kenai yeah, yeah. uh, Pro Gear because they make their stuff in Vietnam. Hey, we didn't fight yeah. over there for nothing. <laughs> free market, make, free market, free market, free market. Make uh, make Ho Chi Minh City Saigon again. Really, uh, really though. Um, Guns are just about the only thing where you can get all made in America stuff. You know, even then now, even now you're starting to get to the point where even that's kind of hard, though. Oh, yeah. The market's flooded with holosons. Well, it's it's not just that even like look at where the base materials come from. And most of that shit's not from the U.S. There are suppressor companies that do use metals from America. Oh, yeah. Surefire does. A, a lot of your military contractors are all made in America, but that's like to be Barry compliant. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, if, if uh, law enforcement or government contractors are using it, it's all Barry compliant. It's supposed to be unless I private purchase it, and then it's yeah. probably not. But, yeah. I don't know. I think as much as it pains me to say this, like with Holosun and with Vortex making a lot of stuff over there, China's come a long way. I think we need to do something to set them back a little bit. What's that? Is it the Six Gorges Dam? Five Gorges. Or Five Gorges. Is is it actually the Five Gorges Dam? Yeah, it is actually the Five (laughs) Gorges Dam. Well, we we need to go bomb that dam and irradiate the water. Can we not start a nuclear war with China? Yeah, that's that. And well, well, we'll do it at nights. So they don't know that we're uh, 
Oh Again, I just jokingly said we're in the Fallout timeline. I didn't mean I wanted to actually be in the Fallout timeline. Who's who started it in the Fallout? I'm timeline? getting a uh, I'm getting a meme in my head of just those soy boys pointing at something, and it's a nuke going off. <laughs> it's a nuke going off of the fire. You know I'm, I'm gonna ma- I'm gonna make that as the uh, <laughs> well, upload you, for the social media. <laughs> you gotta you gotta have the the Fallout boy in the foreground doing the thumbs up, like thumbs up, yeah. Get some of the but get like I a missed. power suit of armor. I miss Seaburn uh, Art, Seaburn Dad, uh, Seaburn Boy. Uh, he's gone through so many accounts, unfortunately. But I miss his. We need uh, to. We need to get him on here. Yeah, I miss. Uh, I miss his Fallout art style. Like his his guides are extremely well illustrated. Oh yeah, before awesome, uh, but, yeah, before he had Nathan a, to do the the illustration stuff. I really like those Fallout ones, man. Those are cool. You know, if you ask them really nicely, they'll do literally anything. So you can get you can get some of those drawings made for you. Honestly, art, right? Oh, they'll do anything. Okay. I think they're a little too good. Like <laughs> it's making me think they got a little psyop going, or something like that. Hey, Everybody hey, in this community hey. is supposed to be retarded. Like the best it's supposed to get is the uh, the gun bunker already puts on packages. Well, I asked him uh, to write me a poem, and he posted that the other day. <laughs> I asked for a uh, cartoon of Harambe and Gunther fighting crime. Uh, and he, he sent me a, a note that said, you seriously mis- underestimate my, or overestimate my drawing abilities. So here's some extra stickers. And I was, I was a little disappointed. That's but, pretty solid. But he gave me some prototype stickers. So he I turned one of my memes into a sticker. Uh, he turned the "It's dangerous to go alone." Take this, and it's the mini bunker with a machine gun. Yeah, it's uh, it's in my hand right now. He sent me. Uh, dude, me and Air Fifteen Master Race. Uh, God rest his soul. We were. He'll be back. Um, no, he won't. He's not gonna. He's not gonna gand off it and come back from the dead. Uh, shut up, nerd. Um, I'll start spreading misinformation that he's dead. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> we're gonna start a psyop. He's dead. Um, all right. So me and Air Fifteen Master Race. We were gonna. Uh, you know how he, you know how he posted that his wife was competing in that uh, uh, show in Kansas City. Yeah, Gunbucker. Um, you mean we we were yeah no no his wife. Yeah was, yeah, but uh, he's the one who posted that. Right yeah, but he was the one that posted it. Me and Air 15, we're going to superimpose his face on her walking down the runway. Neither of us know how to fucking edit. I'm glad you don't know how to edit, because I don't want to imagine that. <laughs> you should have said something. I could have done it in... Uh, I would do that in a heartbeat. It wouldn't All look right, good. Well, maybe we'll, uh, we'll do it when he comes on. <laughs> we'll do do it live while we're recording we'll just all have like our own little photoshop things opening we'll vote on the best one at the end i don't even have photoshop oh yeah i'll show you how to pirate it i pirate everything (laughs) i don't even have a laptop i can't even like do computer shit oh that's i forgot you record you're uh you're coming to us from your phone yeah i'm coming to you live from my uh samsung galaxy 10 you got a um, fancy phone at least. Speaking of Samsung, you know how they had those phones that would just blow up? Yes, yeah. so I'm waiting for mine to do that so I can sue them. <laughs> some dude uh, changed his some dude changed his like iPhone six to 
Samsung Galaxy S5 on a flight and did the thing where you can boost Wi-Fi to other people and like a bunch of people hit their call buttons on the plane and they had to land early because <laughs> the FFA banned them. Uh, FAA or the F- FAA, yeah, uh, banned <laughs> them from flights. Shut up. <laughs> I, I know what you meant. Yeah. The future farmers of America banned it. <laughs> it's good that they're getting some more recognition. Yeah, they were they were broadcasting yeah. on RFD TV. Uh, Fucking I'm love sad. RFD TV, man. <laughs> I love RFD TV, and now now we're talking about FFA, and I'm going to get all nostalgic and go dig my jacket out of the closet. <laughs> Oh no, he was. Oh, dude, you were in the you were in the future farters of America, dude. I I was for four, all four years of high school. I went to I went to national convention twice. I bought the blue corduroy jacket. Yeah, I've got the. I've That's got how the you know you have clout. You have a blue corduroy jacket. <laughs> Wait, you, y'all are going to high school. <laughs> <laughs> y'all didn't drop out. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, what a GED? <laughs> Wait, you got you just got the GED. I I graduated high school. Well, I did too. Okay, that's as far as I made it because that was the requirement to get into the military. I convinced my college that I graduated high school. There we go. <laughs> it's uh, playing the long my con. buddies is running around right now. Well, he's not really a friend of mine. He's kind of just I know him. Um. Associate strike strike that from the fucking record. Uh, Apprentice. Or, he uh, he's yeah. running around with a fake college degree and he's in a sales job right now. Oh Jesus! <laughs> well, I mean, if he's doing a good job after a few years, like, what are they gonna do? Fire him? That's lost income. Uh, yes. <laughs> I th- I read somewhere I, a while ago there was a pharmacist doing her job for like ten or twelve years without a degree. Just pretending um, she had one. Well, you remember that was that doctor. There was that air quotes doctor who did a bunch of surgeries and he wasn't even licensed. <laughs> Dude, I remember that. Africa is Japan. Africa is fucking crazy, dude. Africa um, is, a, is an amazing mil- place. Nine millimeter SMG was talking about it. Um, he said it on the Dillo podcast, and then he also, I think, he posts about it on his page every now and then, but. Like it's like run by a Reddit server or something. <laughs> you got dudes lopping limbs off of albino people. Uh, it's like because they're lucky, <laughs> or they're, they're they're smashing people's heads open to get bald, gold, or bald, bald people. Bald men. Yeah, bald male heads open so they can get gold. <laughs> I saw one video of a. A white guy that went was I don't know if he was doing like a mission trip or whatever, but he was in Africa for whatever reason. And there was this little African girl that was terrified of him because she thought he was like a ghost, and she she kept running away and like crying and trying to hide behind the little huts in the village as he as he chased her with a camera. My favorite is that Peace Corps guy that's uh, Asian, and all of them are just doing the squinty eyes with their fingers on the side. So I, I have I have a buddy that's deployed to Africa right now, 
And I don't even know what the operation name is called at this point. I've lost track of what operation inherent whatever apricot. were involved. Yeah, so, inherent apricot that we're involved in now. But I got a buddy that's deployed over there right now, and he sends pictures all the time of like the kids making fun of him or like the fucking the local militaries like trying to hand him their AKs and he's posing with their fucking shit ass Chinese Type Fifty Sixes that have been ragged out for the past fifty years and shit. Uh, the uh, the roller coaster ride that is I'm getting made fun of to I'm a god here is just amazing to watch on social media. Um, I have to say the <laughs> mileage that remind me I was I was about to ask you what do you think has more mileage on it um, a dirty desert AK or uh, Bonnie Rodden. Definitely Bonnie Rodden. I think you could choose like an average college student from a state school. I would, I would, I would take the dirty desert AK over Bonnie Rodden every day of the week. Advice on some days. Yes. God, I don't. I love how many people shit on her. I don't really watch Brandon Herrera videos, but I heard that he recently did an ad for a steel armor company. Is this true? Is this myth? Uh, Misinformation? I don't remember seeing it. I don't. I don't do watch a, a whole lot of YouTube, though. Didn't he do an advertisement for that uh, Safe Light Defense or whatever it is? Oh, he might yeah, have they done. were in some hot water earlier for not being like NIJ certified. Yeah, they were or, claiming they weren't. They, were, they weren't. They weren't. NI, they weren't. There's a difference. There's like certification and then verified, right? No, it's a certification. Okay. It's but like and uh, certified. Yeah, there's yeah. A, there's a lot of them that get around it and sound official. Like, oh yeah, we are we are tested to NIJ standards, but they're not actually verified to NIJ standards. Well, they and just, then, they and just then, then you have companies like I'll, I'll, I'll risk a cease and desist here for myself. Um, if companies like Hoplite that uh, you know purposely advertise their stuff as NIJ certified and uh it's not wait it isn't no it's nij it's nij tested to the old standard of nij so the, what is it the 0. 0.004 standard and not the 0. 0.006 fuck i gotta get new plates now then yeah um i did this as about wait oh, you have hot plates i yep. bought them when they were 400 bucks yeah Dude, I, you could have you could have bought fucking Hescos for that. I'm buying I'm buying Defender level fours. Buy Hescos. What's well, Defenders are six point six pounds a plate. Okay, well, Hescos are like and seven. I'm a big a plate. dude. Yeah. Anyways, but uh, I, I when I was doing my research for plates and stuff, I, everybody was talking up Hoplite, and I was like, oh, okay, well, I will look. And I pulled up the NIJ listing. Uh, literally, you can pull this listing up. It's public data. You can see all the plates. And the plates they were advertising weren't uh, weren't in, on the NIJ certification list. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And I looked, and I, the current standard at the time was like .006 was the last, uh, last three numbers. And I looked, and there, the, the Hoplite page was like, tested to the NIJ .004 standard. And I'm like, this is the old fucking standard. And, like, you're sitting here, like, repping it as NIJ certified, and it's not. And I was like, holy shit. And the, I, I mentioned it a couple of times on Instagram back in the day when I was 
trying to spread good info and be like primary and secondary and you know i'll spread some good info here and there and then i realize that's a lost fucking cause and it's not even worth it to try to do that shit spreading information can we just shit talk hot play for a little while longer because yeah, about how that guy was connected to 69th Special Forces Group. Not, not even that. I just hate the fact that they post so much blatant, like misinformation and lies on their page to sell more armor. Like a few okay. months ago, they posted a bunch of World War Three warnings from China. Like okay. this, I clicked on it right now. The headline says, "World War Three warning: China has already declared war upon America." They oh yeah, not, it's all boomer, doomer stuff. And he's trying to like. So that's not a lie, though. China has declared war on America, and if you like, go go watch China Uncensored on YouTube. They've been in an open state of war with us for Blood since since not since uh, the nineties. But it's more like a cold war than it is like well, a shooting war. It's how they're you know manufacturing fentanyl in Mexico, or they're yes, uh, yeah. It's what is it? Is that asymmetric or is it's that... asymmetric yeah. warfare? And and like it's in Chinese documents. There was a Chinese document that came out in nineteen that talked about how the war with the United States was going. And you know th- this is a real thing. So yeah, they've declared war against us. It's just not shooting war like Hoplite makes it out to be. That's my I think, issue. I think the funniest thing with Hoplite. We'll go back to Pride Month, and regardless of what your stance on Pride Month is, um, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> but Hoplite is being all super like anti Pride, anti LGB, you know, anti all the shit. And their founder it, ran as a libertarian. It, it's not even that. If you go back to ancient Greek history to the Hoplites, they're all fucking gay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the Greeks were gay as fuck, dude. The Greeks, that was their favorite. That was like their baseball was just fucking young boys. Pretty much. The Catholic Church but, just continued that tradition. <laughs> well, you know, the best way to... Well, there's there's a joke about their a Catholic priest there somewhere. I'd say the same thing about Spartans. Spartans did that a lot, and all these, all these American threepers that identify with Spartans and put the Spartan... You know, the helmet stickers on the back of their Ford Rangers. Well, it, it, I was going to say, and then they're super anti-gay and all that shit. Yeah, like, yeah, it's just ironic. People you're idolizing were, like, super gay as fuck and fucked each other on the ass, like, constantly, right? Like, this this was a thing. Get to that South Park episode. Get to the pile! <laughs> that's how they... That's they how took they... their germs! <laughs> that's how they'll uh, combat tyranny. They'll just fuck each other in a giant pile. I'm convinced we're heading to that at this rate. Oh, just time to be alive. Also, Forges just joined, so hello, Forges. Oh, hello, Forges. Hey! Didn't notice you. Oh, wow. He's slightly, alive. Slightly delayed. Yeah, what a time to join. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're talking about butt sex. <laughs> a topic. I knew it was my time to join. Is, uh, very familiar. Is anal sex grounds for going to hell? Why did it get so quiet after I asked if anal sex was grounds for going to hell? I think think the audio cut out for a second there. Yeah, it did. I mean, it can't be be grounds for going to hell if the Catholic priests are doing it. 
Well, I think the Catholic priests are going to hell. A lot of them, anyways. Well, are, are they? They just wash their balls in holy water, and it's all cool. <laughs> if they repent, it, was it? Did it ever oh really happen? God. All right. Speaking about washing your balls. All right. <laughs> if you're at the fucking. All right. This is a PSA. If you're in the fucking gym and you need to wash yourself, do it in the goddamn showers. I walked out uh, taking a shit, and there was just this old dude washing his nutsack in the sink. <laughs> dude. I dude, do I, not I, fucking do that. I wish no. I wish I could I wish I could say this was an isolated event, but I came out of the base gym one day and I was in the locker room changing and I put my uniform on and I'm getting ready to walk out and no shit, there's like some sixty year old dude washing his fucking balls in the fucking sink. I was gonna say that fucking shit in the sink. It's a staple for military. <laughs> Uh, gym locker rooms for some 70 year old retired dude to be freaking either washing his balls, air drying his balls with one leg up on the bench or blow drying his balls with one leg up on the bench. Either that or they're way way too comfortable and they come up just butt ass naked and try to start a fucking conversation with you. Hey, my my eyes are up here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) A little cold in here or what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's North Dakota. What do you expect? It's a little fucking cold. <laughs> um, speaking of, dude, do you guys carry when you go to the gym? I mean, uh, if your gym's on a military base, you can't. But I do. I was gonna say I can't carry on base. So. Well, not that you can admit to. I carry. I can't uh, carry on base. I carry when I go to the gym, but I also I do too. I'm not in the military anymore, so. I don't have to worry about that. I was today. I just, I just picture all you all carrying to the gym. You've got like the spiritus splatter camo fucking fanny pack with a fucking Glock no, forty three in it. I use my. Uh, I bought the uh, rainbow tiger stripe uh, fanny pack from the Dillos. <laughs> I've, I've worn that to the gym a few times. No, bro. Trust me. Nobody can tell I'm carrying when I'm wearing this. Nobody. It's like uh, Steven Crowder's security guard won't run a fucking holster. He just has a fanny pack with a gun in it. And he wears a uh, Walther uh, yeah. Wait, for uh, real? hoodie. Uh, there's a Facebook tag group I'm in. And I'll share it here. Has anybody mentioned the Filster Enigma yet? <laughs> <laughs> real talk. The Filster Enigma looks cool as shit. It's just fucking vaporware because it's always out of stock. Oh, like the uh, I-, I bought a sling from uh, Wells Made Company. That's like the water cooler. Is it kind of like that? Yes. Yeah, I'm throwing that on the M uh, M and P for a little while. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> uh, the guy. I keep getting emails from the guy, or well, not not him specifically, but because I bought, you know how. Uh, they want yeah. you to review the product. I was like, dude, I'll just I'm gonna post a picture of all these amazing slings on my guns. Uh the bean sling, I haven't decided what that's going on yet. What are your uh, options? I've, that's on my that's on my freaking primary rifle. Like my I I have a slinger right now on my primary. It's the fan. That's the freaking thing <laughs> <laughs> on my rifle. Can you imagine so, getting shot and like the dude that shot you is walking up to you to finish you off and you just see a fucking bean sling a bean sling or the fucking solo cup fucking pattern sling 
It's like it's like another riot. Another riot's going on, and you're defending. You're defending a business, and then like the, the, you know, the news people would like to do an interview with you, see why you're there, and you just you have a rifle slung over your shoulder with a lovely bean pattern. (laughs) You have have that, uh, the Hawaiian shirt, the Patagubia hats. Yeah, you see on the news, are beans a symbol of white supremacy? More at ten. <laughs> God. I get a poor company canceled because of my sleep. Um, it's kind of like what uh, Wap Dillo is doing with Pit Vipers. He's trying to turn him into a hate symbol. Is he still doing that? <laughs> I think, Well, he still uses them in memes, so. <laughs> I still want to see the little, uh, what, what, what are these, sneak a swastika into one of the gun meme reviews? Oh I have God. I haven't yeah, seen I haven't that. that one. <laughs> they uploaded that one of the bus driver tapping the meme, and it was like, uh, "Do I have to say it?" It's like all of our memes have hidden hate symbols in it, and can you find the six that are in this? Uh, <laughs> I, dude, I could not find one. I don't think there were actually any in that one. I misinformation. Yeah, I'm pretty fucking retarded, so. Ain't we all? Meanwhile, here. I, meanwhile, here I am, still trying to get one of my memes in the gun meme review. I've been trying. Brandon Herrera liked my meme of him. Uh, oh, he follows day. my fucking page, and I still can't get something. <laughs> and get got one meme there. I want something in there bad. I've got an uh, I've got an a grand thumb reshare too, and then uh, a few comments and likes. That's kind of cool. I've got a I've got a meme brewing for tomorrow. It's going to come out tomorrow, but it's going to be the. Uh, the orangutan meme it's gonna be like when a new company follows me where's free stuff <laughs> it's like gila and pioneer arms usa you kept asking them for ak's <laughs> that's, where, that's where the uh the inspiration came from <laughs> where's um, free stuff <laughs> i guess i followed them and i kept asking too <laughs> I don't that's right i'm gonna i'm gonna follow uh radom just so I can get a barrel. <laughs> Send me a barrel. I need to review it for my Instagram page. I've gotten DM offers from companies to be like a brand ambassador. And it's always been these shitty like Chineseium outdoor companies. Nice. Do it. Do it. Just Take it, dude. I was going to say, Shell. Do, it, do it, collect a couple of paychecks, and then shit on how bad the product actually is. Oh, get like a, like a month-long contract. No, what you have to do is, so you don't technically break any possible contractual obligations, is talk about them, like, pretend that they're so good that it, like, becomes obvious that it's bad. Like, man, this, I, like, this AK I got from this company's been through 300,000 rounds and not had a single malfunction, guys. Uh, five million rounds, no. Five million uh, rounds. Or what is that Facebook group? Ten, ten million rounds, no. Ten thousand rounds, no problems. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Oh, you're banned from Mod Light now? No. Oh, I was saying, you were shit on the PL350 for like a week. Yeah, that was I don't want to talk about it. Oh, that's right. You bought one. I did buy one. Simp. No, not not so much simp because I I bought into the hype. Corey, I got new knee pads and mouthwash. (laughs) anyways anyways 
uh, now that it fits my Surefire holster, uh, nothing that 10 beers and a higher dryer couldn't solve. Um, no. Now that it fits my holster, uh, I, d- <laughs> I don't have any complaints about it. The switches are super tactile. Uh, the battery life kind your, of- uh, no, I, I do have one complaint. The battery life fucking sucks. It's 30 minutes and it's fucking done. Yeah, it's gonna be dead by the time you when you reholster it and the light's still on. Um, but at least it keeps your balls warm in the, uh, in the winter. If yeah, dude I, had his come on when he was carrying appendix, and he's like, "Why is my dick feels?" <laughs> <laughs> you might want to go I, take a uh, a test to see if you I, got sweaters. I was, I was gonna say I I've adjusted my uh, my filster PL three fifty holster to fit it and I haven't had that issue with the light coming on in my pants yet. I will preface that with yet because I've only been carrying it now for what two weeks. Um I do have the tendency to get a little bit intoxicated and turn the light on and flick with the switches and haha look at my laser beam light. Um if you don't, if you don't play with a light too. when you're drunk you're not a gun owner. So my battery, I've had to charge it already because, again, you only get 30 minutes and the fucking thing only comes with one battery, um, <laughs> which wouldn't be a big problem if my rifle lights were 18350 cell lights, but my rifle lights are 18650 cell lights, so fuck, I only have one 18350 now, and, you know, that's that's the one downfall I've had with it at this point. Um, I have the eighteen six fifty mud light pistol light. I mean, just take a a, a regular body and strap it to my twenty eleven. It'll work. If you don't, um, if you don't throw a gangster grip on it, owl on your pistol, you're wrong, dude. If we're gonna talk about gangster grips, can we talk about how I was trying to heckle the fuck out of Cloud Defensive to send me that gangster grip that got turned in? Uh Offer them three hundred bucks. I can't say now. I think I might. Buy I one did of offer them. I fucking jumped in their fucking DMs and said, "I'll give you three hundred bucks for that gangster rip," and they never fucking replied. They're legally obligated to give you that grab. Hold on. Let me uh, let me slide into their DMs. See what they say. <laughs> I DM them got- asking how long the trade in thing is going, and then I asked if I could send a lightsaber. What they say? Uh, I've actually uh, had. Really good luck with uh, with their uh, customer service. Did you see some dude actually sent a flashlight into them and fucking got that as a trade in? Is it Fudlore? <laughs> it's a light, I guess. <laughs> what was the deal with that whole trade in thing? I never actually looked into it. Uh, it was yeah, just a sale and just a cool PR marketing thing. It, it, yeah, it was a cool sale PR marketing thing they did, and it was like. Well, it was a hundred bucks off, right? You sent your light uh, in. Only and- the light packages for the owl, the rain, and then the other one. Orange. Yeah, yeah. The you you sent your old light in. You got like a hundred bucks off one of the a hundred dollar coupon towards one of their lights. And like, no shit, some dude sent a, and they they responded to it and said, yes, it is an original. Some dude sent in a knight's armor fucking gangster grip, which is like a co- cloner god piece. Like, dudes will spend almost a fucking grand on this fucking light. 
and some dude sent this shit in to trade out for one of their fucking rifle lights. What a fucking... I- That's like one of those people that brings, like, Literally some real idiot. collectible to a police trade-in. You have to be a real fucking idiot to do that. Oh, you mean, like, the fucking boomers that bring fucking sturm gewehrs yep. to fucking police trade-ins? Those Here's are the people I'm here, here, Here's my grandpa's fucking war bring back. I don't like guns. I don't want this anymore. It's a fucking STG-44. Oh, man, I think out. I saw a couple months ago, some dude turned in, like, a, a 303 Martini. Oh, 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 that guy deserves to be castrated. That, doesn't, that be. doesn't bother me as much, though. Like, that should affect your credit score. Your I social agree, credit score, but, maybe? But wow. like that doesn't that doesn't affect me as badly as like somebody turned in like the one dude that turned in an FG forty two or the dude that turned in a STG like three oh three martinis like yeah that's a cool gun but like so many fucking Afghanistan vets brought that shit back from Afghanistan. Imagine uh imagine looking down on your fucking like grandchild or great grandchild turning in your war loot. Just to be cut in half by a bench-made plasma cutter. Yeah, and then he takes his two hundred bucks and go get some fucking white claw and vape juice. No, like so. Th- More OnlyFans subscriptions. This will this will take me down another tangent because I I watch uh, I watch Legacy com- Collectibles on YouTube, and like you see these guys that turn in like these super rare collectible PPKs, Luger's P38s. They got capture papers or they're turned in like their grandparents uniforms from World War II and shit. And you're like, why the fuck aren't you holding on to this shit? What like, the you've fuck got, is wrong with you? You've got all this historical shit from your family and you want to fucking sell it? Like, why aren't my, you uh, hanging on to this and like passing it down? Like, I have my... I have a I have a Mauser K98 that my grandpa fucking literally blasted some Nazi fucking ass with a fucking M5 Stuart light tank and like took his rifle and brought it back and like this shit sits in my safe and somebody and people have offered me money for this gun and it's like no I'm not fucking selling it like I can't get rid of this gun it is like you know you know family history blood. It's it's family history, basically. Like I can't get rid of this shit. And they're like, they're like I've got something like that. that. I'm gonna get soon. It's like a somewhat bubbled Type 99 Arasaka that my grandpa brought back. Oh, this K98 is bubbled as fuck. He cut the stock down and turned it into oh, a nice. I I still can't get rid of it because I know what how he got it and what it is like. It's a pretty gnarly backstory. Did you send pictures of that in the group chat? I can't. Remember. Yes, it's the it's my Mauser rifle that's been sporterized. It's the one with like the blonde wood, right? Yes, the little laminate stock. Yeah, yeah, I see it. But no, like real talk, Grandpa was in Belgium going up Hell's Highway, and some Nazi teenager fucking dude popped up over a wall and took a pot shot at him with this gun. And when he popped up, the 37 millimeter gun on Grandpa's M5 Stewart was pointed right at this fucking dude. And Grandpa was a tank commander, so he tapped the gunner on the head, and the gunner just lit a fucking high explosive round <laughs> go. And, like, according to my Grandpa, it blew this dude in half. And Grandpa basically jumped down off the fucking tank, 
walked over, grabbed the rifle, strapped it to the back of the tank where it sat for the rest of the fucking time he was in Europe. He duffel cut it because it wouldn't fit in his duffel cut and it was torn up with shrapnel anyways. And he brought it back and then he shot deer in West Virginia with it. Hey. I got a uh, I got scrap from a kamikaze plan from my great uncle and he uh I asked him about it when I was a kid he's like yeah I shot that son of a bitch down real good <laughs> <laughs> um he uh he always had some choice words when we went into like Kmart and saw Asian Pacific Islanders my my grandpa <laughs> always had uh it wasn't so much towards them, but if you ever brought up Germany and Nazis, you want to talk about my grandpa having some choice words. <laughs> that man had some choice words, and that man, like my my grandpa, did a lot of cool shit. And like, I, I wish I had like gotten to like take a voice recorder and interview him um, because he helped. He he was one of the tanks that liberated one of the concentration camps, so he did that. And then on top of that, uh, if you guys have ever seen the movie The Monuments Men, I've where seen they're showing, yeah. well, they're showing the trailer. We, we talked yeah. about this on episode one. <laughs> Did we? Yeah. <laughs> uh, see, this is why I don't need to stop getting fucked up for these. Are you sorry? So old episode? dudes talk about the same stories for every week. <laughs> yeah. Did Tim Welcome Kennedy start a podcast? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I got plenty of stuff to say about uh, Tim Kennedy. <laughs> welcome to welcome to Clone and Correct, where all we do is circle back. <laughs> so circle back. Uh, I've got a buddy that's uh, met. Hang on, we'll circle back to that. So, we're not circling back to this. This is oh, we're not Jim Paskey. No. So I've got a buddy. He was a uh, he was in the uh, he was in the Marine Corps, oh, and he boy. went and did a, a training exercise overseas uh i won't say exactly where but uh it was in Africa. okinawa no it was africa uh, <laughs> and he's in the shitter right he's dropping a fucking deuce and his buddy sends him a uh a message and he's like yo dude tim kennedy's here <laughs> he's like who the fuck he was is in africa kennedy? like two or three years ago yeah it was several years ago claiming that he was liberating villages yeah, probably. Uh, so, so my buddy's in the shitter, and he comes out to to meet his friend. That's like, dude, Tim Kennedy's here, and he's like, who the fuck is this? And he's like, oh, he's some big MMA fighter. All right, cool. He's a creeper, a sniper, whatever. So my buddy walks out the stall, and he's in the middle of the shitter, and there's Tim Kennedy, and he's like, oh, cool. Hey, Tim Kennedy. And his buddy's like, dude, you gotta get a picture. So my buddy has a picture of of one of his friends, Tim Kennedy, in a African shitter. This was pre, pre like <laughs> Brovet. Tim no, Kennedy. this was pre being Brovet in public. Yeah, I was gonna say, you don't just become a Brovet one day. Tim Kennedy. Yeah, public. Sorry, public uh, Brovet. I was saying Tim Kennedy in the legend of the African shitter. <laughs> uh, to uh, circle back to my earlier statement when he was talking about liberating villages. You think he to liberate them he'd just shoot kids and moms in the head? Liberate Probably. the men. Yeah, men are the most oppressed here. What what was it he said? He said he, like he, I shot he, he women said, and children, but PTSD is for pussies. 
Well, knowing Tim Kennedy, he probably loaded them up on a bus and took them to the airport and then fucked everything up in the process. So, <laughs> Classic. Classic Tim Kennedy. Classic Kennedy Classic moment. Tim Kennedy. <laughs> Fuck Tim Kennedy. All me and my homies hate Tim Kennedy. Bruce. But uh, the man's got eat. drip. I think I'm going to wear some Belgium. Uh, like, what, what's, their, what's their camo pattern called again? Uh, the same as the Brits, it's DPM or whatever. It's DPM, but it's not, like a different color to it. Um, but yeah, I'll just wear some DPM cargo pants and pose with my daughter in, with a Nerf gun in the middle of Costco. Is that what Bro, people have no idea I'm carrying. <laughs> they don't know I'm really a sheep dog. <laughs> people have no idea I'm carrying, but at the same time, I think people under uh, 21 shouldn't be able to own a gun because of rel- well-regulated means laws. Bro, do you think they can yeah, see I'm me printing? Sure we print. talked about this too, but all the EDC backpack ads are always for these giant fucking backpacks. Yeah, who the fuck carries a giant backpack? Like, yeah, you look like a fucking nerd. That, or it has Molly or uh, Velcro all over it. <laughs> yeah, it's like OD green or just camouflage in general. Dude, I care. I, whenever I'm like going out, I have a bag. It has. It has chest seal, bandages, uh, a tourniquet, decompression needle, um, and a couple other things. It's like your basic IFAC restock. Wait, you guys carry medical? Occasionally. No, bro, I just... No. We Me- like so, you don't no, need no, medical, no, you just need a gun. This backpack is in my car, though. It's literally like a 1.3 liter backpack. It's tiny. So it's um, like a handbag. No, uh, not really. At one point three, like, I got it. Perhaps it up. a purse. It's, 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 he's got a purse, is what he's saying. Small. I don't carry a fucking purse, all right. <laughs> um, it's guys, smaller. It, it has purse. straps. God. Oh my gosh! Y'all need to go check out Tim Kennedy's uh, Instagram right now. It is like straight butt. What do you What do you upload? It's like sorry, I don't want to have AIDS of the eyes from looking at Tim Kennedy's fucking Instagram. It's like, oh, here's a picture of me sleeping. <laughs> What's up with this dude in the fire going on behind? Oh, that's talking about uh, Benghazi. I like how he's writing on the gym mirror. That's uh, pretty solid. It's Tim Kennedy. What do you expect? Well, him just being a douchebag? Yeah, him cursing lots of 9-11. Green Beret, Army Ranger, douchebag certified. Dude, I, I like know guys him. that are have like been there and lived that life, and they hate that motherfucker too. So, Oh, dude, you wouldn't believe how many people hate Tim Kennedy that I've talked to. That are Over there. 10 people. Oh my god. <laughs> Have you seen his range picture for the freaking the new FM22? Oh my gosh. Straight. Oh my gosh. Like I've, I've, I've talked to like you, you talk to like 24 STS guys, right? The the special tactics guys that work out of Fort Bragg and they're like, you bring up Tim Kennedy and they're like, don't even fucking talk about that asshole. Ah, <laughs> oh god. When are we having him as a guest again? <laughs> when we get a deal with 511. <laughs> oh, that can't Do be that hard. Do we actually wear a 511 plate carrier to Kabul? 
Yes, he did. Anything what for the sponsors? The fuck? I was using he paid for that. I had AR five hundred plates. In I like how we took a uh, service member's M four for a picture, and then that was like that's a big no no for DOD and uh, other stuff. Other stuff. Yeah, because you never hand your weapon to somebody. Mm-hmm. Unless you're like bleeding out on the ground, you don't give your weapon to somebody. That's yours. Man, well, we'll have to wait and see. Do you guys, do you guys, do you guys remember the Vegas shooting where he was begging SWAT team guys to give him a gun? No, that was Dan Bilzerian. Was, yeah, was you can't. Bilzerian? You can't mix oh, up yeah. douchebags, man. Yeah, get your get your douchebags correct. That's they're the same person. Daddy's money, uh, douchebags. There, there you go. There's another fucking uh, meme idea. Find the difference between these two pictures. There's the same picture. <laughs> Um, yeah, Dan, Dan Bilzerian is fucking annoying, dude. Didn't he get, like, a fucking beard implant or some shit? I heard that he, uh, was getting, uh, stem cell and some other steroid stuff. Uh, cause someone has a video of him trying, he ran a jet ski up on the beach. And, uh, there's a video of him and he can't move it on the sand. It's on, like, the <laughs> left portion of the sand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how much do jet skis weigh? <laughs> Not uh, here, wait, wait. I'm going to Google it real fast. Probably more than you'd think. I imagine they're pretty I dense. I imagine they're like th- three to four hundred pounds. Probably about as much as a motorcycle. Say, oh, no. They, okay. They, they're they weigh, anywhere from 400 to 1,200 pounds. Jesus. I was going to say, they, they weigh about as much as a four-wheeler does, but it's not like, you know, my fucking boat. You get any uh, babes on that thing yet? Nah, just just my wife. Got the boats and hose. I was, speaking yeah. of Dan Bilzerian, I was watching uh, a lone survivor with some friends for the first time who'd never seen it, and I forgot Dan Bilzerian was in that movie. And then I saw his stupid. You guys don't know he's in that Wait, movie. What? I didn't <laughs> watch the movie. So. No, you know. Okay, well, if you've ever seen Lone Survivor, you know the like part where they're briefing. They're, they're briefing the four seals to go in. He's like in oh, the room in the for the briefing. Yeah. He's not in the yeah. background. He's he in really? the front row. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. The, dude, people what were using that image uh, like a week or two ago as a meme template. Yeah, no, he's there. And it, it uh, pissed no, me no off for the rest pages, of the movie. Not gun meme pages. And I'm, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he was also on one of the evac helicopters that got hit by a rocket. Made me feel a little better. So what was, was his, what was his what was his like deal? Because I know he was a he was a Navy washout, right? So that's what not the problem I have with him. It's that he like he was a he flunked out of Navy SEAL training, which like okay, I'm not making it through SEAL training either. A lot of people, do. His, lot of people his dad, do. <laughs> his dad made like millions of dollars through some ridiculous loophole. I, f- I forget what the exact the exact story is, well, but no, it was he illegal. Set he and his brother up for life, though, with separate accounts. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But he got to keep his dad's money after his dad got arrested. And now he's flaunting the money as if he worked for it. And just being a general cunt all the time. To everybody. Um, and asking for police officers' guns during the Las Vegas shooting. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, dude, I have credits. 
<laughs> Look at my six million Instagram followers with all these chicks' tits I post. Can you <laughs> can you imagine the reality in which the cop actually gives him the gun? What's he gonna do with it? It's a fucking here's, pistol, and the guy's on the thirtieth story of a high rise. Here's here's, here's here, I show you Booba. Give me Glock seventeen. <laughs> just, I'm just picturing some uh, LVMP officer be like, "Yeah, dude, here's my Glock. Have fun." And fucking Dan's just sitting on the fucking like he's sitting on the ground, shooting up at the 30th floor, just raining fucking nine millimeter into random windows. Officer, have you seen the size of my delts? <laughs> <laughs> I got my TRT injection this morning. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna copy and paste this into the uh, into the group chat. Uh, what his uh, put it in general? He sued the producers of the film Lone Survivor because what? He, he invested a million dollars into the movie. Yeah, that's why they let him take the picture. It's because he paid him a million dollars in exchange for eight minutes of screen time and eighty words of dialogue. But they oh. reduced it to one minute and one line. <laughs> hey, I donated a million dollars for your movie, which is like a drop in the bucket. For yeah, well, it was like a what a hundred million dollar film or something or absurd I was like say, that. For Lone Survivor, that's a that's a big bill movie. Right Let me there. look at the budget. Yeah, it's got Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch in it. <laughs> the Funky Bunch had say, a much worse time than movies, Marky Mark. Those movies. Have such a huge budget. Oh, it's only forty million. It's actually not as much as I thought it would be. Uh, well, um, it's still what, a drop in the bucket. What was uh, what was the movie uh, of like the crew? The I don't remember the fucking name. I don't watch these type of movies. I watched Zero Dark Thirty for the first time this year, but um, he played never seen Dan Healy in Lone Survivor. How could you cast a self entitled douchebag to portray him? Um, money. money. But what was the money. movie where it was like the Green Berets or the SF dudes on horses in Afghanistan? Oh, oh I fucking hated that movie. With Chris Hemsworth, everyone on yeah. the team was everyone on that team was white, and they had like three fat black dudes. <laughs> in the movie, <laughs> is this movie? <laughs> I can't wait. For I can't the, remember uh, the name, but I know exactly what you're talking oh, about. Sounds like some shit you'd fucking imagine in a Benadryl dream. I can't wait. Well, for it, it was it was something that really happened. It's twelve strong as the movie. Ed. Yeah, twelve strong. Well, well, to be it, fair, it, it was it, based it, on it, something it, that really happened. Yeah, it was something that did really happen because it was it was during Operation Anaconda, uh, in the lead up to like the invasion of Afghanistan. Which, if you've ever played Medal of Honor two thousand ten, you kind of see the same shit. Um, a great game, by the way. Like super underrated game. Um, but yeah, everybody on that team was like white and had beards to make themselves look Afghani. And then the movie's like, here's these like six black dudes that were supposedly on the team that weren't ever on the team. I can't wait for the live action Audie Murphy movie where he's a black transgender queen. That's the day I jump off my balcony. <laughs> Have you ever seen like speaking of movies that were based Throw your on PTR your down events. to me first? Yeah, give us your guns first. Yeah. You've no, never seen the men who stare at goats. It's a hundred guns, so you guys get to come and pick from the selection. Hey, I'll I'll take the uh, the Nighthawk. 
You got to fight my wife for that one. Your uh, that post where you're organizing your 1911s, and it happened to look like <laughs> I didn't know swastika poster. What if I put turn all four of these pistols at a particular angle? Oh shit, that's a swastika. I love the I love the fact that it took. Like I took the picture and I thought this was gonna be cool and I'll post this nineteen eleven picture and like you know, I'll be boomer me and I like nineteen elevens, I like forty five and I do all this shit with my nineteen elevens and I'm sitting here and editing and go, Oh fuck, I can't post that. That's a fucking swastika and I'm sitting here looking at this picture and the way I arranged these nineteen elevens, sure shit, they're a fucking swastika and I'm like, What the fuck was I thinking? Were you like getting the tags ready and you posting the Q and A sticker and you're just like, Oh, hang on. No, I, I wasn't even I wasn't even that far. Like I was so I do all my my editing on my phone. Um and so I'm sitting yeah, and I'm sitting there resizing everything to, to be an Instagram post, and I'm editing it for the color, you know, yeah. the, uh, the the color gradient, and that's when I realized, I was like, oh, fuck, this is a swastika, I cannot post this. Like, <laughs> just just that, imagine if it was, like, the most accidentally fucked up shit, and, like, and the, caption my account is account. Like, the caption is like, over 6 million 1911s have been <laughs> Tone wood grips. I still have the picture. Like, I kept the picture because I just thought it was so fucking funny that I fucked it's it up great. that bad. It's a phenomenal picture. It's just <laughs> unfortunately in a bad shape. <laughs> well, and, and, like, the worst part of the whole picture is there's an actual, like, GI military issued made in 1943, 1911. Probably might have clapped a Nazi. I was going to say, it could have been like, you guys watch Band of Brothers where the guy's in Caratan, he walks up the street and he pulls his 1911 out and claps the dude in the fucking street. Like, it could have been that gun. (laughs) There's fucking things in this picture. So what do you think we gotta do to make Tim Kennedy look so bad that FN drops him as a spokesperson? I think I, I think if FN would drop him for anything, they already would have. I think he's more I mean, or less untouchable until he literally murders or rapes somebody. I, I agree with that. And as much as I love FN, I love FN as a company. But like sending out guns to fucking personalities. They're not going to drop Tim Kennedy over anything he's ever done because it's Tim Kennedy and he brings press. And in this modern world, all press is good press. What What is it? Uh, the 24-hour news cycle or whatever. Look at <laughs> HK. It's always sunny. <laughs> l- l- look at HK. HK literally sells guns to fucking Mexican cartels and everybody still buys their shit up like it's hot shit. Well, I mean, I've got a USP, so I can't say much. Are you a Mexican? Yes. Okay. That explains a lot. Yo soy cocaine. <laughs> Yo soy booger sugar. Um, <laughs> Damn. Well, <laughs> HK is pretty fucking solid stuff. Um, it just sucks oh. about the... German export laws and American import laws. Can we, we talk about no, 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 no? Can we talk about how much of a joke 
the SL8 is. Oh my gosh, absolutely oh, gosh. Dude, the SL8 at my FFL, they got, I think, one or two. It's been sitting up on the rack uh, since they got imported. So well, got I mean, one. if they weren't th- how many thousand dollars, I'm sure they'd fly off the shelves. Well, they so- released the SL, they, they're like, hey guys, we listened to your feedback, and here's some shit nobody wanted. Wow. <laughs> we we listen we listened to your feedback and here's an assault weapons band gun that nobody wanted. I'm I swear to god uh, like this is what I think happened. They messaged Tommy Belt Tactical and said what can we do to make your business better? And <laughs> Tommy Belt went import the SL8 again so I can convert them into G36s and XM8s and fucking HK went I got you fam. Oh. Because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I, uh, I when I went in and I put that uh, that Colt AR15A4 on layaway, uh, there was an SL8 right next to it, and I like held the SL8 and I messed with it, and I'm like, this is shit. Put it back on the wall, and I bought the fucking Colt AR15A4. Like, I bought a Colt <laughs> AR over a fucking SL8. <laughs> Should, should speak enough about it. Especially since it's a new Colt. Like. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they're uh, finally manufacturing for civilians again. You know, CZ, when CZ bought them, maybe they're... Uh, well, they I announced know. that before the CZ acquisition. They, they did, yeah, but... CZ quality control would probably be... Did like, CZ buy the whole fucking thing, or did they just... I think so. Yes. No, CZ no, bought all of Colt. Like okay. if you see the, I, I so I'm part of a cult history group on Facebook. Cz bought all of Colt to the point where if you drive past the factory in uh, in uh, Connecticut now, the 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 factory sign actually says Colt Firearms Group, and then at the bottom it says a division of Cz USA. So CZ owns Colt. were pretty fucking upset about that for a while. They, they were oh very upset God, about yeah. that. Oh my God, yeah. Oh, never mind Colt again. This is bullshit. And I, I still see that shit, even though it was the best thing that ever happened to Colt in the past 20 years. Do you not to mention, Not to mention through most of GWAT, Colt was owned by some dude in Saudi Arabia. So... Do, do they not realize that Colt, like... Uh, trying to think of the word, outsourced a lot of their fucking machining down to like South America and uh, it's just no, some they don't. dude. Oh, they don't? What company? No, like so the, the Colt rifle sure. so the, the Colt rifle I bought like is not what I would call a what most people would call a real Colt. Um, it says Colt on the receiver but it's one of the new laser engraved receivers uh, the it doesn't even say AR-15A4 on the receiver. It actually says Colt Carbine. Like Ooh. it's an AR-15A4. It's a 20-inch gun. And it says Carbine on it, and it's like, okay, this is fucking weird. <laughs> Typical. And Colt. then if you pop the handguards off, it's a Roscoe barrel. Like you look underneath, and oh, it's wow. got an, it, it's weird. got an R on the barrel for Roscoe. So Roscoe is making chrome line barrels for fucking Colt. That's kind of gross. What the fuck? Uh, Roscoe's solid, though. Roscoe's a solid company. I'll give him for barrels. Even even Chad from School of the American Rifle will talk up Roscoe. 
Who oh, that know? guy's interesting. Okay, well, I don't want to like go back on a topic, but I want to make sure I have the right information. Uh, who is it that outsources their machining or whatever to some South American, whatever? Springfield and, Armory. Yeah, I know okay. for sure some Springfield 1911s. It's, all right, it's Springfield 1911. Yeah, yeah. So, so they don't do it anymore. This is something that stopped in like the past 10 years or so. Uh, Springfield 1911 frames and slides used to be made by Imbel in Brazil. Nice. Uh, they're yeah. now, they're not anymore. They're now made they're, by Doris. No, they're made in the States now. Um, and I will, I will tell anybody if you're going to buy like a base model fucking 1911, break out a grand and go buy a fucking Springfield. Um, but they used to be made in South America, the the, the slides and frames, and then they moment. used the the TRPs back in the day. Used to use a two piece uh, stainless steel national match barrel when that was, was 19, infamous really for TRP. coming apart. Oh god! First thing right. I did was get rid of the uh, uh, full length guide rod. that shit in the trash. If you want good 1911 info, and you want good, like, especially Springfields and some of the most stock guns, um, and this goes for you guys, this goes for anybody listening, go check out 10.8 Performance on Instagram and Facebook and all that. Dude has just the knowledge death of 1911s that will... It'll make you swallow the pill again and go back to the 1911. Man, 1911s, I don't know why. Their, their triggers are almost too good. Like, I have, like, a $300 ATI. That The trigger on that shitty 1911 is better than the trigger on any other gun I own. It's Now ridiculous. imagine what the trigger on my Nighthawk is like. I don't even want to feel it because then I want to buy one, and I can't afford that. Yeah, that... I shot a little bit of, like, Ed Browns and Nighthawks and shit, and those triggers are just next level shit. Even, e- even my staccato. Like, my staccato is like a poor level 2011. Uh, an entry level 2011. And even that triggers like... like I, 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 There's a reason I went back to 1911s and 2011s because that trigger is just so good. And my he, my buddy came up, Brody, he, he came up and he shoot my Nighthawk and he's like, I couldn't carry this. I asked him, I was like, why, why not? And he's like, I'm so used to a Glock trigger. I'm so used to my P365 that this trigger's too good. Like, it's legitimately too good to the point where I don't feel comfortable carrying it. Because it's three and a half, four pounds, and there's very little take-up. It breaks like glass. And I hate saying that, but there's really no other comparison for a Nighthawk trigger. Like, it literally breaks like glass. There's right, almost like no six is happiness. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, but my my Nighthawk, I can shoot a, a ten by ten drill. Yeah, I'm shooting this with forty five. You know, I can shoot a ten by ten by ten drill in like seven seconds, and be every round on target with forty five. 
And a lot of that has to do with the trigger. Like, it's just that good. Like, and a lot of people shit on it, and I think a lot of that reputation comes from Kimber, because... Kimber is garbage. Kimber's garbage. So many Kimber 1911s, dude. Kimber did a lot to ruin the 1911. A lot of these budget brands did a lot to ruin the 1911, because I have... Fuck, even my clapped out CMP gun. The gun sounds like a fucking rattle trap. I pick it up and shake it, and it sound, nothing fits right in it. But the gun runs, and it runs reliably. I've never had a malfunction with that gun. But you turn around and buy something like an ATI, a, uh, what is it, the Armscore brand that they import from the Philippines, Kimber's. Rock you pick Island. these guns up at uh, Rock Islands. That's the one I was thinking of. Um, you pick these 1911s up and they just, they don't run because I don't know why. I don't know how after a hundred years you can't figure this shit out, but they don't run. But then you pick up something that's tuned like a Wilson, a Nighthawk, an Ed Brown, even the higher end Colts, higher end Springfields, Dan Wesson's. You know, you pick these 1911s up that are actually built correctly, and you're like, holy fuck, this is next level. And especially in something like a 9mm, like, it's easy mode. You're turning the recoil off. My my staccato has, like, no recoil, and I just sit there and pull the trigger, and it's, like, giggle mode because it doesn't move. And, like, and this is coming from a dude that owns a Hudson and bought into the Hudson hype, like, that gun just sits there and doesn't fucking move either, but my staccato shoots just as good. Remember when I memed your Hudson? Everybody memes the Hudson. I I loved when you memed my Hudson, and I shared that meme. I shared that meme to the Modlite group, actually. <laughs> that went into the Modlite Facebook group, so it is in there, and fucking Corey was laughing at it. All right, all right. So you you made Corey laugh, and I don't know how you feel about that because I think you kind of hate him anyway. So I I don't hate him. I just think that the release of the P three fifty could or PL three fifty could have gone better. It could have, especially when you say it's going to fit a Safari Land holster, and then it, it doesn't. doesn't. And like exactly. I shouldn't have to I shouldn't have to drink ten beers and take my wife's hair dryer to the holster for two hours to make it fit. Um. It it really just sounds like it would have been better if they if they stepped back and said, "Hey guys, we got our testing done, but we need to take another, uh, I don't know how much time. What, what what's a good time period? You think like another? It probably needed another year. Really, I I think it needed that long. It's, the switches are like I said, and this is my example, and I only have one. It's a sample size of one, but. The switches on mine are really nice. They're very tactile. I don't feel the need with momentary with them because they're very tactile. I can go on and off really easily, really quick. You know, I don't need the momentary. I got a non-lemon. My only bitch is I was told that it would fit a Surefire 6000, or Surefire. I was told it would fit a Safari Land 6000 series holster without modification besides punching out the light plug which all of us punch the plug out of our fucking holsters anyways because it's a debris gathering device um, I was told it would fit and it didn't fit 
And then when I brought my concern into the ModLite Facebook group, I was told, well, it must just be this holster. The problem is, I was told it must be this holster or this gun. And I was told, well, I've got three guns and two holsters. One holster, which was made last year. Um, and it was, I bought my 6390 last year for my Nighthawk. Because I ordered my Nighthawk and then I went, oh, fuck, I need a holster with an X300. So I bought that with the, with the gun. And then uh, my buddy, who is currently stationed in Korea, and I have his uh, in my possession currently. I have his 6390 Safari Land. And I also have his TRP. Um... I tried his holster, I tried his gun, I tried my staccato with his holster, my Nighthawk with his holster, his uh, his TRP with my holster, my guns with my holster, and none of them fit. And all of them had the same issue where the light body was just too big, and it was pushing the gun too high in the holster to allow it to go in the holster. Now again... Ten beers and two hours with my wife's hairdryer later, it fits. But when I'm told, hey, this is compatible with X300 holsters, and your holster fit chart says 1911s and 2011s should fit in 6000 series holsters that they fit, I expect to be able to take this light and without modification, without taking my wife's hairdryer to the holster, it should fucking fit. And it did not. Um, other than that, my only other bitch is it only came with one battery. Which I think if your fucking weapon light has a 30 minute runtime, it should probably come with two. Um, other than that, the performance uh, is... Performance-wise, and I know Forges did a, a, a light test with an OKW, or not, with a PLH. It's exactly like my rifle light. So if I pick up my Mach 18 with a PL, PLH V2 and shine it across my apartment complex and then turn around and pick my pistol up with the, the PL350 on it, the performance is exactly the same. It's got enough power to punch through those photonic barriers and get good illumination of targets and all that shit. Especially me, you know, getting ready to get out of the military, step into law enforcement career field with a with my 2011, getting ready to be my duty or duty weapon. This is going to be the light that I'm going to carry, even with the downside of runtime, just because of the performance. Um, yeah, and that, but like I said, my only bitch is the holster, really, because I was told. It would fit, and it did not fit. And then when I went into the Facebook group, all the mod light face or all the mod light fanboys were like, "Oh well, you know, Safari Land holsters have changed over the years." And I'm like, "Well, I've got one from five years ago, and I've got one from last year, and neither one of them fit." And I didn't get banned. Surprisingly, I'm still in the Facebook group, and I'm still able to see all the release details and early deals and all that shit. But 
you know how fanboys are. We all know how fanboys are where it's like, oh, shit. Like, oh, you can't talk bad about my shit because, you know, it's the best thing ever. I'm a Beast and Arrow fanboy. For all I know, here in a year, Cloud Defensive comes out with their pistol light. It's better. And I sell my PL350 for a Cloud Defensive light. Tax swap's an amazing thing. Yeah. Um, man, you, you really can rant. Yeah, I can. <laughs> Just a little. Um, I will yeah. step off my soapbox now. And Well, I, I was about to say, like, I'm a bit of a fanboy. Uh, all, well, I've only built, well, built, I'll put air quotes, because some uppers have been assembled and some have just been pre-bought. But I, I kind of just tell everyone, uh, build your own lower if you want, or get an arrow precision lower, and then get a BCM upper. That's kind of what I did. So I literally, like literally in, in my hand right now is a M4E1 lower and an 11 fiber. That's a solid gun. Like, but I will say it is overgassed, and I had to throw an A5 buffer on it. Well, uh, everything that's BCM is overgassed. Yeah, yeah. Mine, I, I uh, gauged my port on my 14.5 BCM, and it's exactly what it's supposed to be, and it's somehow still overcast with an H4. Holy shit. I don't know how they managed to do that. So I have a... Uh, my 16-inch FSB gun with the, the Razor and the DD rail... That upper is a factory Daniel Defense upper. And it's a Serica 2018 upper. And it's not overgassed. It actually is right in where it should be. And amazingly, both of my both of my lowers that I run with both of my main ARs are, are arrow lowers built up, all mil spec parts. Uh, Norgon Ambi catches, Psionics Ambi safeties, and then uh, everything else is CMMG lower parts kits. Uh, uh, I used those once and they really forgot good. a part in it. So I, I, springs. I, I run the CMMG lower parts kits and I run in both guns, both suppressed and unsuppressed. I don't change buffers, I don't change anything. H1s. They're, they're H1 buffers with standard carbine springs and both guns, one of which is, like I said, a factory Daniel defense upper. The other is, believe it or not, a DS Arms upper. The the Mach 18 that I am so dearly in love with uh, is a it's DS Arms. Our, it's also our pro, uh, podcast page. Yeah, uh, profile yeah that, that is also the profile picture. That is a DS Arms upper that I bought for like, I don't know, I think it was 450 or 500 bucks out the door from DS Arms with the Knight's Armament Rail. So if that tells you where they're cutting corners. Um, they're uh, 700 now with the, the Mach 18. Or the are they? DD, uh, yeah. Rails. I was looking at them, but they're sold out because I was going to buy yeah. them. So when when yeah, I bought I my ten, one too. when I bought my ten three and this was again back in twenty eighteen, uh, that upper with the knight's rail and the whole like rail kit with the rail panels and the the foregrip and all that, 
that upper was, I want to say it was 520 after shipping and all that. Like, and that gun is perfectly gassed. Like, anybody that shoots it says it shoots soft. I don't have any brass marks on the brass deflector because it's it's ejecting perfectly to 4 o'clock, 4 or 5 o'clock. Like, suppressed or unsuppressed, whether I have my Surefire on it or whether it's not on it, that gun runs perfectly with an H1. Whether, and again, going, going even farther, whether it's in, you know, with my 16-inch gun, whether it's in Arizona, where it's 110 degrees, or it's in Minot, North Dakota, where it's 30 below. So, maybe I got lucky. I'm with cold out here. And, and this is why I get picky about, like, A5 systems and all that, because I've seen A5s choke here. Because it'll Mine. get cold, and it'll get cold, and suddenly the gun doesn't run because it's 30 below, and it just doesn't run. Mine's done well so far, but it hasn't done it in winter time yet. Come visit me in the middle of February, and we'll see if it runs. Yeah. You going to pay for uh, gas for us to drive up there? Sure. I'll even put you up in my spare bedroom. That sounds like a great time. Let's do it. And I'll send you on base and let you watch B-52s and Hueys do their thing. You think they'd get pissed at me if I sparked a lighter behind a nuke they were uh, unloading? I don't think they would let you get that close to a nuke without getting <laughs> shot. <laughs> I was just bleeding out. <laughs> There's the nuke being healed by, and it's like, did it. Like, that's the worst thing. Retard. Like, you know, I, I I work here. I do this thing. I, I help put these things in the air, put them on alert and all that good shit. And that's the worst part of my day is, like, I'm trying to leave base, and they're doing something. They shut all the gates because they're moving shit. And you're sitting in fucking, sitting in line at the gate trying to go home for, like, 45 minutes to an hour because the gate's closed because they're trying to fucking move some shit. And you're like, motherfucker, just let me go home. You don't go to a nuke base. That's why you don't go to a nuke base. Why you get stuck at some crappy little tiny base in the middle of nowhere and uh, have a very boring enlistment. And Where were you? I was in uh, Shaw, South Carolina. That's not even that bad. Yeah, but it's tiny and nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about it because that's not that bad. I would say is. at least you aren't in like Fort Hood or wherever. It, it's not Fort people. Hood. Well, if we're going to talk Air Force bases, it's not Cannon. It's not Minot. It's not uh, Seymour Butts. It's not Seymour Butts, <laughs> although I think I'd rather be at Seymour Butts than I would be Shawl. But yeah. that's, uh, that's that's personal opinion because my in-laws are closer to Shaw than they are Seymour, so... Has anything crazy happened this week in, like, terms of gun stuff? I feel like it's been a kind of a lax week. Uh, Chip, uh, Chip, uh, lost the... Chip, I was going to say oh, Chipman well, has been oh, okay. the closest. Yeah, Chip, Chipman was, like, a like awesome to hear, but hopefully, you know, they don't find someone who's worse. I was um, gonna say who's who's gonna be worse though. Yeah, 
I they're gonna find someone who's almost as bad, and it'd be like, oh well, this isn't so bad compared to Chipman. And then it's the worst. Um. Yeah, there's that. I I was just thinking about it, like, uh, like they find someone worse, but also uh, they have a better chance of getting elected. If you Google uh, Nancy Pelosi Rule Thirty Four, you'll see how she could technically nope. be not uh, elected. Uh, yeah. Okay, Brandon Herrera. <laughs> guessing, uh, you really, uh, you can really see how she can get elected to the the head of the ATF. So, um, God. what a. Uh, there's been no like crazy beef either, which is I guess pretty good. No, the the crazy shit happened since the last time we've recorded, right? So you've got the got the Russian Im- import ban, which yeah. everybody freaked out about, but it really isn't going to affect us for like two years. But even then, uh, you know, they said it's all new ones, but continuing, do you think Tula still might be able to import? I think it still might be able to come in, and then you're going to see a lot of these companies like Wolf. They're going to move to China. Is it going to move to fucking Ukraine? You can't. I, well, they already import out of the Ukraine. Yeah, exactly. The last, the last box of Wolf seven six two thirty nine I bought, which was like three weeks ago, said "Made in Ukraine" on it. Made in China. Chinese ammo can't be imported. Yeah, Chinese ammo is gone. That's been banned since '86. I found a uh, some guy was selling a Norinco, uh ten of seven six two at a gun show I was at. Did you buy it? No, he had it marked up for some crazy price. Mm. I can't remember what it was. I just remember seeing Norinco banned ammo. It was when I was a lot younger and not really into guns, or well, not as knowledgeable and into. Like the so, the best deal I've ever seen somebody make, this was back when I was in high school, so 2010-ish, uh, we had this publication back home, it's called the Bulletin Board, and some dude posted a Norinco SKS with uh, 2,000 rounds of ammo for $300. What? And my buddy was like, I'm going to buy that. And so he he calls the dude. It was still available. He, and so Ken calls the dude and is like, hey, I, I want to buy this gun. No questions asked. I'm not going to hackle you or anything. And dude's like, okay, uh, I'll meet you in Ravenswood, West Virginia and at, at this community park. So, like, no shit. We drive to Ravenswood because Ken's blind. He's legally blind. I don't know how he shoots. I don't know how he does all this shit, but he does it. Um, so we drive down there, and like in this like public park, in the back of a fucking like eighty-two Camaro, this dude pops the fucking trunk, and sure as shit, he's got a beautiful, like still new in the box, never fired Chinese SKS with fucking two thousand rounds of Chinese Norinco-made steel-core fucking ammo for $300. Oh, 
And I'm like, oh my fucking God. And Ken pulls me aside and he, after looking at everything, he's like, you know, my, my eyesight's not so good. Is this a good deal? And I said, if you don't fucking buy this, you're a fucking retard. And he's like, is that good? And I was like, yeah, it's that good. And if you ever sell this gun, you're a fucking idiot. But he still have it. He still has the gun, and he shot about, like, 400 rounds of the ammo. <laughs> so, he did pretty good. I, uh... I had some surplus ammo that I was shooting through my AK. It was the Czech corrosive stuff. It's got that really weird-looking tip. It's, like, white. Yeah. Um, that stuff doesn't really feed super well in mine. So I have, uh, when I bought my AK-74, it came with a can of 7N6. And I still have that can of 7N6. And now it's worth more than my AK-74 is. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> the ammo shortage has made like all those five four five guns just drop. I was gonna say that the ammo shortage and the fact that seven and six is banned from import, like that can of a thousand eighty rounds is worth more than my gun is now. Because uh, my my AK seventy four is one of those uh it's one of the good ones, but it's not one of the greatest. It's a Century seventy four sporter. And it's after they stopped putting five, five, six barrels on them, so it actually doesn't keyhole. But the gun's not worth as much as the can of ammo is. I really wanted to build a uh, five, four, five, but I just don't see it happening now. Uh, I don't recommend it now unless you can find a like a a crank kit for fucking a good price. What I've always wanted is one of those weird East German. I-4-5 border guard bolt actions. Oh my god. The SGG-82s. I've got the fuck with one, and they're fucking awesome, and they're tack drivers. I I want an East German AK so bad. Jim uh, Fuller posted that one he had. It's super cool. The MPIs. Yeah. Um... So I, I've got to handle an MPI. That's a cool gun. Uh, as Forges were talking about the SSGs that were the border guard bolt guns, uh, I kick myself every day because my local gun store is an importer and they brought in six of them from Switzerland and they had them price tagged out for like two Gs. And I looked at it and went, Haha, that's funny. And I bought a Luger instead. Because at the time, that, that was the... <laughs> I, I, I will justify my purchase at the time. This 1933 Sneak Luger was the better investment. Um, it had the, it was a full rig. It had the holster, it had the gun, it had the magazine. It was unit marked, had the, the Providence, and this gun was the better investment. So I bought this gun. And then I watched the price of S- or SSG-82s jump to fucking, like, $7,000. And I was like, uh, fuck, I fucked up. Slightly. Slightly. I have an awesome Luger, but I don't have an SSG-82. I made up for it with my 1903-A4, but... I still don't have an SSG-82. 
I uh, I don't really have any retro guns. Buy retro guns. I'm gonna try it. Well, Slickside Slickside shit posting said he might start selling uh, retro, you know, Slickside uppers with the carry handle. I'd buy one from him. That's a good start. Um, yeah. And then I know Uncle Bunker has them in stock every now and then. I haven't bought anything from him. I bought a uh, five forty rounder P mags uh, and a mag coupler. I feel bad I feel because bad. I. I feel like out of all of us in this podcast, I'm the only one that hasn't bought anything from him. I haven't. I you smuggle all your stuff in, Forges. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> um, he laughs bought, because he I knows bought, it's true. <laughs> I bought, um, yeah, the PMAGs from him because I'm, I'm kind of like thinking like in my little go bag. I'm gonna have like two forty round P mags in it, like forty, like two forty rounders in the backpack, not on my kit, so I can be. So what? So let's switch to the serious part of the podcast. Uh, what what magazines are you guys running in your ARs? P mag, P mag, pretty much the window. P mag and Brownells mags. Um, I have some Surefeed ones or OK Industries. Um, yeah. I just don't have a whole lot of time behind them, so I can't say, like, yes, these That's are good. Um, One thing I got to say about P-Mags that is way better than, uh, like, regular aluminum mags is downloading them is so much easier, especially with gloves. Yes. Uh, you'll rip your gloves on G-Mags. Also, uh, I have the SHK Korean steel mags that uh, Global Ordinance was pushing for a while. I'm How too are those? For, I'm too poor for uh, I'm too poor for HK mags, but so far I did I did like a three three mag mag uh, mag dump and it worked. Um, so and, and then I have some lancers. I have a purple lancer and then a few like smoke, smoke and black. Oh, and I, got, I got the meme lancers too. Yeah. So I run Gen three window P mags. With the the NSN on them because hey the BX sells those, um, and then I run Colt or OK Industries aluminum magazines, mm-hmm. which are whatever they're tried and tested. Um, I have a couple of Lancer mags and I found they caused accuracy issues. I've got. Uh, I've seen that. Have you ever seen that post that Criterion did about? Uh, yes. In POI shift. Yes. And yeah, that, that, yeah, my buddy said that to me. That's no shit. Like for me, anyways, with my guns, that's real because my guns will group larger with Lancer mags than they do P mags, which was a big part of me switching from Lancers to P mags. You know, that's I funny. To, I used to only run the smoke Lancers. Uh, because I thought they were cool and they looked like Aug mags, and I thought that was awesome. And then I At went to, I went to Gen Three Coyote windowed P mags, which are the, uh, the the GI issue magazines. Um, yeah, that's what I've got most of. And like my groups, those. my groups shrunk, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" Okay, there was something behind this. I'm running and mainly Gen 2s. 
Now, my wife runs. My wife run, runs uh, Purple Lancers because but, of purple. But do you have an emag? I have six emags. Dude, I was trying to find some earlier and I couldn't because they don't make them anymore. I know, but like for like, I wanted to get like one or two for like collecting purposes. Yeah, and if you find them, they'll be like seventy five bucks because of the Clone Boys are like oh, oh emag. Oh, Bin Laden raid. <laughs> I was going to say, they're like, Bin Laden raid, come. <laughs> I like... Uh, I have to have the emags for my 416 clone. I think he busted a bunch of them on in a video, but uh, Chad from School of the American Rifle did like uh, tested some lower with like every type of fucking mag you can imagine. Yeah, he did. Thermal and HK Steel and GI mag. Every generation of PMAC. Your shitty old fucking polymer mags before Magpul was a thing. Thermold? Is that what I'm Yeah, they're thermolds. The the Canadian mag. Um I mainly just buy Gen 2s in bulk because I can get them for like $100 mm-hmm. flat for 10 mags. So I buy I buy the Gen 3 windows um, and the Coyote color. And the only reason I buy those is because the BX sells them for like $13 a magazine. I have like a pretty juicy piece of dumbass mud lore about the window beaming. Oh. This dude, uh, I guess, was a Marine. And uh, he was telling me the story about, like, I'll never use windowed PMAGs ever again. I was like, what? Why? That's a weird thing to be adamant about. And he was like, well, in uh, our, uh, what the fuck are those rifles, the uh, M27? The M27? Yeah, and he's like, the, those mags were uh, blowing up the sides of the mags because they're windowed and like what? It's like I'm pretty sure there's something really fucked up with your gun if you're pulling out the sides of your mag in just regular shooting, dude. Um, my favorite piece of fud lore I've heard about windowed mags. I do own a couple. Um, I somehow have a window Gen Two in OD Green. A few of those lanterns. That's fucking vaporware. Yeah, um, I got it from, my dad got it from his friend, um, and he gave it to me. Um, it came with his, like, CMMG, like, flat top AR he bought for 500 bucks. Um, (laughs) I'm trying to find it right now. Yeah, um, but my favorite piece of FUD lore I've heard is that a guy said, I will never run windowed gen through, or windowed mags. Because I don't want the person to see that I'm running out of ammo. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I I wish I could say that I've never heard that before, but I took my uh, I took my BNT TP9 to the gun store one day to have a conjugal visit with my suppressor, and one of the old dudes that walked in 
saw the smoke color magazine that's opaque and you can see the rounds in it. He's like, oh, I'd never carry that my gun because you could see the enemy can see how many rounds you have left. And I looked at him like he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> that's uh, that's similar to the flood lore of uh, the Germans would shoot their machine guns when the Americans uh, had the pings from their garands. There's a reason my name is M1 ping. Dude, all right. If you have like grenades, machine guns, and shit it's blowing not up around a thing. you, you aren't gonna hear a fucking ping. So <laughs> there's a reason my name is M1 Ping, and that is the reason why my name is M1 Ping because it's a parody off the fact that everybody's like, "Oh, it'll get you fucking killed in the streets, motherfucker." Even when I'm shooting my M1s, I can't fucking hear it, and that's just me shooting my M1. Like I nobody was being around really me. Careful when I was shooting my buddy's M1, uh, so I could hear it. Because like the first time, he was like, "Yeah, just it, go it's ahead and hard. shoot it." Yeah. If if you're not like deliberately going slow, you're not going to hear it. If you're just like, <laughs> this is like an AR, and you dump eight rounds, like you would, you like eight rounds would, goes quick, man. <laughs> if you do it like you're shooting a drill, like say you're shooting a fucking fallback drill with this shit, you ain't hearing that fucking ping. Um, and you can barely hear it on videos, right? Like, and this is without like a nineteen eighteen down the road putting down covering fire or an MG forty two across the way fucking lighting you up. Like, you can barely hear it as it is. And this this myth persists. And if you look at my backup page, uh, the profile picture is ping equals dead. Uh, it's an it's a bloke on the range patch. After he did his uh, M1 ping uh, experiment, so it, it's a good time. It doesn't happen. It's not a thing. I have fucking four M1s, and barely any of them you can hear the ping off of when you go empty. It's cool because if you're behind the gun and you kind of notice it, you're like, "Oh fuck, my gun's empty," but. Even if you don't notice it, you know the gun's empty because the trigger's dead and toss a new fucking clip in it. Yeah, uh, my favorite is the people that uh, say, like, you have to check the chamber, like, rotate the gun. Um, no, if it's not going bang, switch to your fucking sidearm. Yep. Anyways, uh, going back to magazines. Let <laughs> Lancers, me, let, uh, if you slap them, they lose all the rounds. They lose that. all the rounds. But let me talk about Gucci guns with shit magazines. Ooh, I like this topic. You, you're gonna like this topic. B and T. And I'm a B and T fanboy. I love the TP9. I love the APC. I love pretty much every nine millimeter sub gun that B and T puts on the market. But holy fuck, BNT's nine millimeter subgun magazines are the fucking worst. Like the Glock mags. No, <laughs> fucking Glock, Glock mags are not submachine gun magazines. Fuck that. Fuck Single that. position no. feed is garbage. Yes. Um. Real talk though, if I take a BNT magazine and if it's got more than ten rounds on it. And I drop that shit out of the gun that lands on concrete. That magazine's broken. I think the most unobtainium mag out there is, I mean, modern mag anyway. 
is like uh, one of the prototype translucent beam mags. Oh, dude, I saw one of those. Oh, yeah, I, like shit. The I Gen think one. I think both of the P mags, both both of the rarest magazines we see are both P mags. One of them, like you said, is the translucent. Uh, the other is the straight twenty round P mag. Well, yeah, I see those from time to time. Dude, illicit oh. provisions um, gets them and puts them in like taco oh, chip. Yeah, the fucking DCU and taco chip. Fuck. Yeah, I want some of those. Um, yeah, but he sells them for like seventy bucks a piece, and it's hype beast stuff. Rip. I forges invited you to kilt in the streets. <laughs> um all right wait so do you guys run all right angled foregrips vertical foregrips or hand stops or nothing it depends on the gun okay my favorite is the true north grip stop uh, along okay. what's that on so though? what 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 like barrel length or gun is it on? That's on an eleven five. All right. So here's my thing, and with my guns, all right. I have a sixteen inch barrel gun with a DD Riz two FSB, and I have a ten point three inch gun with a Knight's M four rail adapter. Uh, my my Daniel Defense Upper wears a uh, fuck the the BCM CAG and I really like that for that gun because I have the rail space I have everything I need to kind of you know have that thumb overboard grip and use that kind of grip um, my 10.3 I still run the old school CAC broom handle, but I use it more as a hand stop angled grip. Um, and the only reason I really like using the CAC broom handle on it is because that M4 RAS gets hot quick. And the hotter that fucking RAS gets, the more I can move my hand to that, that broom handle. Mm. So... On my 11.5, I have a Samson manufacturing uh, stubby. Really, I like it. Um, and then on my 10.5, I have an, a Magpul angled foregrip that I've just been holding on to because I have that Geisley rail. Yeah. The rail. Um, yeah, I, I have a Geisley rail. I'm a fed. You really put in this group window of translucent mags, didn't you? Way yeah, to go fight for just for the win. What did he do? We were talking about window to translucent mags. The enemy is going to know how many rounds you left. He <laughs> oh, put this in this group. You're baiting? <laughs> no, it's, it's a group for that kind of dumbass shit. Uh, <laughs> um, where's 7-7? Anyway, seven, seven? Dude has some time in 30 minutes. Oh, I'm chilling. Oh, oh okay. okay. So, yeah. Oh, he's still alive. Anyways, what we we were talking about grips on 
on forums. It's, it's, I might have to go back and try the uh, BCM CAG again because I, I, I really like the CAG. The thing is, when you get into this talk of like AR setups in general, setups in general, it's not even just ARs. Each one of us is different, and each one of us is going to like different things. Yeah, I like, feel like setups is probably seventy percent preference. Personal it, preference, it is thirty percent practicality. I, I, most of it is preference, like. Me, if you look at my rifles, there's some things in both rifles that share the same thing. Like my 10.3 and my 16 inch gun both share, they use BCM pistol grips, they use uh, B5 stocks, they use Norgon Ambi magazine catches, uh, they use both use uh, CMG, M CMMG lower parts kits, uh, they both use arrow lowers, they both use Magpul mags, they then you change to the uppers and you're looking at the uppers, right? And, you know, if I'm not using a MaTeX backup site, I'm using a Knight's Armor backup site. If I'm using an LPVO, it's got a 30 millimeter tube and I'm using a LaRue mount with it. If not, I'm using EOTech. Uh, past that, I'm using uh, mod light rifle lights. Past that, it's pretty much user's choice right like the rail system as long as it's full pick rail i'm for it i'm not a fan of m-lock because i just don't like it um it's very hot after two mags it does and that's one of the reasons i'm like okay i don't like m-lock and that, that, this is it was, it was something reinforced in me when i went to arizona and i took my 16 inch gun with me like after a couple of magazines, I was still able to hold that gun with bare hands. Like, I didn't have to put my gloves on to handle my fucking rifle, whereas I know with an M-Lock gun, I've been burning my fucking hands. I tried camo form for a while, and when I was dry firing the other day, I just couldn't, I didn't like how it felt. Oh, um, you, uh, you need to get that, uh, that goon tape, man. Uh, I am get not the goon tape. taping my fucking handguard. Um, my, 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 my point is is the individual end user setup of our AR-15s or really any of our guns if we go outside the AR even outside of that the end user setup of our guns is a super personal thing like we're going to get into these habits we're going to get into these ruts where we're going to be like okay I like this and it may or may not be the meta setup but this is what works for me. And I can run it. Everybody gets into the it's just as good mindset. And we make fun of that, rightfully so, because a lot of times the just as good is not just as good. Well, but there's a difference. Lower guys. There's a difference between just as good and good enough. And that's kind of what we've lost track of. Um, yeah. going down this tangent, enforce lights. I Air will. Master Race has one. I will. I will make you all laugh at me. Enforce lights are good enough in a certain circumstance, and I can prove picture after picture after picture after picture of high end 
operator dudes, SEALs, Green Berets, Rangers, that run enforced rights lights on the rifles because the rifle is not meant for white light use. The rifle is meant for n- use under night vision, and that white light is backup, and it is meant to be a lightweight, low intrusive option that's there just in case they need it. And in that use, the Enforce is a great option. In that use, that new surefire fucking meme light is a great option. Outside of that, both of them suck. As long as it's not an O-light. Uh, yeah, as long as you're not strapping an IED to your fucking gun. I'm surprised. Uh, I think I may have been bl- uh, blocked or blocked from commenting or restricted because uh, I know they deleted my comment, but I think it was Tactical Rifleman uh, posed with all those O-lights, and I said, dang, uh, how much did you pay at the ATF for all those destructive devices? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, they deleted my comment after it got uh, a couple hundred likes. So um, I got I got shit from EOTech. Uh, I'll let you go in a second. But uh, remember they did that blue line uh, optic. Yes, I said, "Damn, I wonder Damn, how many wonder dogs how many are going to be downrange from this." <laughs> oh, dude, they started pinning so many comments to get mine to the bottom. <laughs> so I uh, I shit on Olight one time, meme wise, and. When I did it, I was, trying, I was trying to do this make a point thing that I used to do. So I tagged every Olight page in it. And within 30 minutes of the meme going up, I got a notification because I do two factor authentication on my, all my accounts. <laughs> I got a notification that someone in China was trying to hack my Instagram account. <laughs> nice. I uh, I can I can speak on Olight a little bit. In my not so smart days, I bought one, and as soon as it showed up, I was like, "This kind of feels like crap." And then, like two weeks later, uh, the the that guy in uh. Some guy started posting about them being absolute shit, and then it just went downhill from there. Like every other day, it'd be like, "Oh, light sucks," and then a couple, couple years later, some dude like had one blow up in his mouth and kill him. Yeah. Well, I, I don't remember who it was. If it was primary and secondary, or if it was Chambers Custom. One of them made the comment on on social media, and it was there's two different types of Chinesium. There's good Chinesium, i.e. Holosun, because as much as we like to shit on it, Holosun is doing things to innovate and move the market in a different direction. And then there's bad Chinesium, i.e. Strike Industries and fucking Olight. So, just because it's made in China doesn't mean it's bad. It's more what is the quality. What fucking 
communist-owned factory is this made in? Going back a couple minutes, uh, Sun is a good example of good enough because that's like 80%, 90% as good as a high-end site, but for, what, half, third of the cost? And you're right, it is. It is good enough. And then on top of that, sometimes it's better. And I'll use the 509, 509T as an example. The Aimpoint Acro, the first gen came out, and we're all like, oh my god, closed and closed emitter fucking pistol red dot. This is going to be badass. And then the five, uh, the the Acro comes out, and it's got what a battery life on a usable usable lever that's a month long. And then you turn around, the five oh nine comes out, and it's like, oh hey, look, here's what the Acro should have been. And, and now the Acro was worse than that in some cases. There were now, a couple now, dudes uh, in like a pistol class. It was in cold weather, and they died within like a day or two. Yeah, but now, so right, you've got the 509 that comes out at a better price point, with better performance, with better options. But now what happened? It pushed Aimpoint to innovate. And now Aimpoint has the Acro P2, which actually lives up to what they said it should do. And it's got that year-long battery life. It's got the bigger window. Yeah. The window is still not as big as a 509, but it the 509 forced Aimpoint to move forward and even if you don't like it, even the like the 507 is pushing Trigicon to move their RMR forward, which is why the SRO has a top-loading battery instead of having a bottom-loading, I-have-to-take-the-optic-off battery. That is my least favorite feature about the RMR. I think if, personally, my opinion, if Trigicon would take the RMR and switch it to a top load instead of a bottom load, I would never buy another Holosun ever again. Wait, the SRO top loads? I didn't know that. Yes, the SRO is a top load battery. That's nice. It's funny because I've, I've shot with one a little bit. I just never noticed. Now, that being said, and this is quoting AJ Zito, the SRO has this one magical point where if you drop it, the lens will break. Yeah. And the, that was the, the thing is, it, this, like I said, this is clo- quoting AJ Zito. This is not my quote. Nobody knows what that point is, and it's different for every SRO. So there's one magical op- point on every R- SRO that will cause that lens to fucking break beyond usage. And nobody knows what that point is on each lens. My, I'm so I'm butting in here real fast, but I'm just glad we're past you know 2017 or 2018 when people would be smashing their fucking RMRs and everything to rack a slide. I mean, Sage Dynamics still does that. Um, I haven't seen it as much though. I don't see it as much, but it's still a good like data point. Yeah, but like doing it to the point where it's unnecessary is what I meant. 
if we're going to talk optics reviews, especially like YouTubers that do optics on pistols, if Sage Dynamics reviews an optic and says this is a no-go, I'm going to believe him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like Drew Hopkins. This is where I get to roast Drew Hopkins on the podcast. Let's go. It's our weekly segment. We, me and him have had it out a couple of times. And one of the times was a, a video where he was like, oh, well, Aaron Cowan and Sage Dynamics, this was a paid shill video. <laughs> I just laughed and I had no rec- I had no fucking response to this because out of all of the fucking YouTubers that do like optics and lights and guns and shit on YouTube, Aaron Cowan is l- more trustworthy than even like fucking Grantham. Careful now, you're going to piss off the airsoft community. I'll piss off the airsoft community because Grantham is a fucking Leviathan group shill. (laughs) And we'll leave it at that. (laughs) If you want to know about the Leviathan group shills, look at this whole uh, TNTE shit that just went down. Dude, that was. Oh, you know what? That was the big beef this week. That was the big beef this week. I almost bought a XM177 barrel from them, but uh, not anymore. Rip. It's not cancel culture. Also, people were saying it's... No, dude, that's just shitty business practice. That is shitty business practices, but referring to my post about the cancel culture, when Armed Asian made the post about... Oh, they use ballistic advantage and yeah, he was trying to drag BA into it. And I was like, "That's weird, man." Why? I was gonna say when he was trying to drag the barrel companies into it, that's where I went. Okay, this is cancel culture because yeah. those those barrel companies are probably not supplying TNTE directly. That, that's probably coming probably from a from them. From a distributor, yeah. So and even like, I I went to I went to BA's Facebook or BA's Instagram page and I was looking at it, and people were commenting and being nasty and shit. Like, why do you supply to this shitty company? And they're like, uh, we don't, like, we we don't sell anything to these guys, which tells me this is coming through a distributor. But because of the way that Armed Asian went about it, he basically sicked this mob of people on BA when they didn't deserve it. I remember uh, when he and Blumpkin went at it. That was really funny. That's where the uh, Armed Gaijin page is now uh, is from. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Um, I haven't seen that either. Yeah, Forges will tell you. Me and uh, me and old Drew Hopkins have gotten into it a couple of times. I think that's how I found yeah. the page was uh, from him, like shit talking you. And I was like, oh, you know what? This guy's on Drew Hopkins' shit list. Let's go. Hins or Hopkins? Hopkins with a th. Yeah, 
Oh, Drew Hopkins is still busy doing damage control for saying that he'll keep a, uh, uh, what is it? He said he won't keep his firearms in a safe. He just will keep one without a round in the chamber. No, that was the real Drew Hopkins. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the, yeah, I know, the T-Rex arms guy. Yeah. Uh, me on, and I, the I, meme page, me and the meme page have gotten into it a few times, and you know, when you got daddy's money and a lifted forerunner, <laughs> that's how he oh. thinks that you're the shit. Influencer <laughs> starter pack. <laughs> Usually a uh, forerunner is a sign of the I almost served in the military. Bro, the drill instructor, I would have just like sucked him in the face, bro. Yeah. I would have just punched him in the face. I'm trying to find my post about it because I had that picture of a kid looking down a gun barrel. <laughs> oh, God. I've shit on T-Rex arms a lot. I mean, I still like them. I have their dump pouch. Um, I swear to God, we mentioned the fucking T-Rex dump pouch every time we record. Yeah. I, what the fuck? Yeah, we do. Uh, we brought it up last episode. <laughs> yeah, I said I ordered it. Yeah, I got here a few days later. We do. I mean, it's just, a good piece of kit, though. Just because it is. Just because we shit on a company doesn't mean we don't recommend their products. So, like, is above I them. shit. I shit on T Rex arms, and all my buddies shit on T Rex arms. But I'm still running their dump pouch because it's a good piece of kit, and I run the Med One pouch because it was in stock when the Blue Force gear wasn't, and I'm, never uh, is. I'm looking at the roll one pouch right now. You know what? There is one thing about T-Rex arms and Lucas Botkin in, in specific that you can really say. As much shit as he gets and people that just make fun of him constantly, he never gets buttered about it. No. Yeah. No, he doesn't. He only, I think he's only really blocked like he embraces it. Trolls, but yeah. He's, he does. He does do pretty good damage control. You know, somebody's over there flaming him. He's just like, yeah, hey, whatever. Um, <laughs> the admin results uh, video. Uh, he did like a break in his video. He's talking about why are why is a flashlight company angry at a dinosaur? <laughs> um, I love admin results, dude. He's great. So when I was in uh, was in Arizona, I was shooting with Ronan. Uh, admin results was over on the next bay. No and they shit. Were, yeah, they they. Uh, if you've ever watched the uh, uh, the forgotten weapons video, the minigun, where they're shooting the minigun in the bay and shit. So the the bay they were shooting the he sh- the Ian shot the minigun in. That was the bay that me Ronan in a gray line. We're shooting in that day. And the next bay over uh, was admin results. Uh, back when he was still executive outcomes. And I remember Ronan and I were shooting. And they were doing the uh, blood carbine shit that day with the full auto and all that. With the Glock, uh, the full auto Glock. 
And we looked over and we're watching them shooting and all that shit. And fucking Ronan goes, yeah, the faggots ain't hitting shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> was he was he wearing the balaclava? Yeah, he always wears that shit when they're recording. I don't think he goes anywhere without that. I think, like, he just constantly... Well, you remember I sent, a, I sent like, two pictures of myself wearing that uh, half mask I had. Um, I found that in my car. I think he, uh, I genuinely think he wears that, like, everywhere. Like, in the bedroom and everything. But, yeah, we were, we're sitting, we're sitting there listening to these guys shoot. There was all this full auto fire with, like, not hitting anything. (laughs) I just remember, yeah, the dumbasses ain't hitting shit over there. (laughs) Um, man, I wish I had, like, a cult following. There's only about 2,700, which is actually cool because I hit 2,000 followers back in May. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm sitting at like 2,100. You're going to remain neutral on the subject. Forges has got the most out of all of us. Well, yeah, but that's on Facebook. Between Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, yeah doesn't I, we're just gonna talk Instagram. Even I think he's beating us, but <laughs> he's got to go chat. No, I have like twenty three hundred or something. Her, Harambe's been banned so many times. Who knows? Yeah, I was gonna say Harambe didn't count just because he's been banned so many times. <laughs> oh, this is my this is my longest run. This so. is account six, right? Yeah, that. To be fair, that does include like my personal, because it got it got deleted as well. Oh, so I'm man. at I'm at I'm at twenty one fifty right now, and I'm wondering where all my free shit is. Because I was told after I hit two thousand, there would be free shit. I know. Um, I was expecting a suppressor by now. Heard it was two hundred. I have a fucking oh, forward observations hat, and I still don't have like. Free guns and stuff. I don't even have a fog hat. I just listened to that song they played to the Ukraine video all the time. Oh, what I thought song? you were gonna say the song what, by Fog Hat. What what song is it? Uh Codependency is the name of the song. I'll give it a listen later. How how long have we been recording so far? Gosh, we're on like two and a half hours. I have no clue. Oh dude. We we've blown our uh we've blown I'll our say. Power. Goal seven seven. Where are you? I asked where he was because he was supposed to do our intermission. Well, yeah, he's our. Uh, he's, he's also Rage Shadow Legends. He's also our recording guy. This is all just going into the fucking theater. Do, do you think he's like gotten sick from eating too many hot dogs? You know that, or he passed out drunk? Yeah. Nice. I uh, say I have fallen. Uh, I have fallen asleep face down on a keyboard, uh, blacked out. My wife did that not too long ago while she's on her phone. <laughs> <laughs> Pass out drunk on her phone. She just shrugs. <laughs> she, she says it'd be like that sometimes. It do be like that sometimes. It, it do be like that sometimes. It do. You do. I'm gonna try and like get a timestamp. See when we started recording. 
in two hours. We're yeah. got to be over too. They were like right at two, yeah. Um. No, it's been longer than that. How long were you guys doing this shit before I got on? Well, we we jumped in the we jumped in and we're bullshitting for like thirty forty minutes before we started recording. Oh, so like I don't miss like ten minutes. No, you missed more than that. You missed like a good half hour. We were we were wondering where you were and asking questions for a while. I I had to go get my friend's twenty inch barrel that I forgot. Like you 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 missed the whole uh let's try to find uh five forges on Facebook oh, adventure. No. <laughs> Uh, you're still recording, by the way, but he'll cut this out. I'm not doxing him. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, there was an adventure to, to find five forges on Facebook. By the way, if you want to fi- fi- find five forges on Facebook, it's the Facebook page. There's only like five forges, bro. Ah, my god, my fucking dog keeps licking me. He's up here sitting on my chest. It's a little weird, but... Or, well, he's sitting on my, my lap. I'm leaned back in an office chair right now. I'm setting up my coffee pot, so... Forges, did you mail you... that thing to me yet? No. Uh, fun story. <laughs> fun story. Uh, the box got ATF all over it. What the fuck are you sending each other? (laughs) I'm sending him a box full of cat hair. Oh, that's that's right up Five Forges' alley. I have to to send him a daily cat picture or I get fucking killed. Dude, I was at work the other day and he's like, cat pics, now! (laughs) Cat check! That's the one think, rule. Is you abide by the cat check? I think uh, I think Forges has seen more of my actual cat than I have of her butthole because Sorry, my cat Forges, just. But I'm busy making sure a machine is greased properly. Uh... Well, that's just really selfish. That sound like selfishness. That's very selfish. Okay. Why are you not sharing cat pics? I sent him two videos of my cats grooming each other. He should be happy. <laughs> so do we want Why to go were, to like lounge? So uh, uh, I don't know, man. This is oh, so he doesn't have like a nine-hour file. Yeah, I was gonna say I mean, it's probably if, if you probably time him, to leave. It's stopper. Yeah, what the hell? He he he's like just chilling, but then gone. He probably fell asleep. Yeah. All right, we'll just go to lounge. All right, we'll move her to lounge. Hey guys, this has been the Clone Incorrect podcast. I'm glad you're here to listen, and we'll. Uh, this is see probably you next gonna time. get cut. <laughs> I, I'm trying to do my best here. See y'all next time. Have a great night.